Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at Forward Church. Listen, I'm so glad you tuned in to today's podcast. I hope it challenges you and inspires you to go after God and be all that God's called you to be. Enjoy today's message. Hallelujah. Somebody say, be more, do more. That's the message of the church. Be more, do more. That is the message of the church. How many ready for the word tonight? How many ready for the word tonight? All right, here we go. Turning your Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter 22. All our VIPs, we are excited that you're here tonight. Thanks for stepping into the midweek. We call it the midweek mix. Because you never know. You ever, you ever had that grandma, as you're turning there, you ever had that grandma who, you know, she's, uh, why is everybody looking at Miss Francis? I don't know. But anyway, um, I'm just kidding. Ever had that grandma, she's in the kitchen, and you, and you hear mumble something about, I don't have all the ingredients, but this will work. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's called the mix. That means she puts something in there, but it never fails. It always tasted good. Huh, come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about? I was that kid that always had to lick the batter, you know, of the, of the brownies or the icing. That was, that was me. I, I don't know where it went. It never, like, stayed attached. It, it went out, I guess. I don't know. I, I'll stop right there. But everybody say the mix. <laughs> All right, here. Psalms chapter 22. For the next 25 minutes, let's go. It says, my God, my God, this is verse 1, why have you forsaken me why are you so far from okay let me start over here we go my god my god why have you forsaken me why are you so far from saving me so far from my cries of anguish oh my god i cry out by day yes ah 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 but you do not answer and i can't find rest He goes on in verse 6 to say, But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. And the church said, It sucks to be David. (laughs) Yeah, have you ever felt like that? Like just everywhere you look, everybody, you know, you feel like they're talking about you, you're going to work, everybody's kind of pointing at you, and they're just... I want to speak to you tonight from... Uh, just, just from this thought tonight, lonely, but never alone. Lonely, but never alone. And let me just say this right off, right off the, right off the bat, because I really struggled with putting this one together. Because I was like, God, this really isn't one of those. Let me get in their head and touch their emotions and get them to shout a little bit and make them feel real good when they leave. Now, this is one of those messages that's really going to get down into your spirit and into your soul, so that way tomorrow, when all hell comes against you and and you begin to hear that voice that says you're nothing, you're weak, you don't amount to anything, you can t- you know what to tell that voice to do. Okay, so this is not one of those, let me touch your emotions, make you feel good, spin around your head and touch the chandeliers. This is one of those that are going to go speak right to your spirit and you're going to be able to tap into it uh, tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And all the church said, amen. That's why we came. That's what that's the kind of groceries we want tonight. Let me say this right off the top. Loneliness. You may want to write this down. It is a feeling. Although it's a feeling, loneliness is not a fact. Okay. yes, it's a feeling. But it's not a fact. And really what we're going to talk about tonight, I'm going to capture the young people's attention for a little bit, but really what we're going to talk about tonight is the dangers of getting caught up in your feelings. 
And Sunday from the platform, Dad, if you remember, even asked, how many are struggling with loneliness? <laughs> and my mouth, my internal spiritual mouth hit the floor. But it stayed on the floor when only just a couple people raised their hand. And this is what the Holy Spirit told me in that moment. He said, it will not, you will, they will not see breakthrough until they get honest, open, and real about where they are in their journey, what they're going through in their journey, and they just get open and honest before me. That doesn't mean find somebody in the church and spill your guts, okay? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you need to be open and honest before the Father. Because my opinion can't help you. But my Heavenly Father, the one that I can introduce you to, the one that I can put you in alignment, He can change everything. He makes all things new. Come on, somebody. Come on, say amen. So when we get real with where we are, And what's happening in our experiences, we will begin to see breakthrough in our homes and in our lives and the things that we've been struggling with for so long. I believe that with all of my heart. And listen, I get it. A lot of people don't even even know they're lonely. Because again, if I poll the room right now, you're in limbo. I understand a lot of people don't even recognize and realize that they're lonely because loneliness starts up here before it ever shows up out here. Okay? Because loneliness has little to do with what's happening to you. It has more to do with what's happening in you. That's where loneliness shows up. Again, it, it, the, the, the outside stuff may appear, but loneliness started a long time ago. The seed gets planted up here before the harvest ever shows up out here. Somebody say lonely, but never alone. I'm just curious, how many of you like to go out to eat? Like to go out to eat? I'm not talking about you have to, and all the wives said, yeah, that's me. I don't want to be in the kitchen cooking. Honey, take me out. That's what Amy Weber says all the time. I'm like, baby, it's not in the budget. She's like, well, find a budget big enough to, <laughs> I'm just I like to go out. I like when we go on cruises, probably the most highlight, the, the, the biggest highlight of the cruise for me is to get dressed up and go and go, go out to eat. I like to try new things. And now I'm not, I, I, I like to try new restaurants, but I'm not real big on trying different foods, you know, like raw meat. You know, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all, you guys have to have a bowl to put your steak in. Why? Because it's got a lot of juice, <laughs> blood in it. When you, when you bring your steak out in a the bowl, there's issues. Okay, I'm not down with that. I, I'm a steak, potato, and vegetable kind of guy. I'm not into like, you know, I, I, I stay safe on sushi. It's like California roll, you know, <laughs> little vegetables. But, but octopus, you know what I'm talking about with that, that tentacle arm. We went out with Stephen and Amber one time, and, and Stephen had that octopus arm. And all I could think about was, what if that suction cups get stuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, so I like to try. I like to try things. Matter of fact, I like going out to eat so much. It don't bother me if I have to go out by myself. Now, somebody says, "You mean you leave Mrs. Weber at the house?" No, I do not. That's not safe. I wouldn't have a bed to come back to that night. But when her and Ansley go away, or or she goes up to Alabama to see family, and those things, I, I'm down with going out to eat by myself. People, they've always scratched their head and be like, "You, you, you cool? How many like to go out to eat by yourself?" That's pretty cool. How many of you would be terrified to sit at a table by yourself? Like you don't know what to do. Do I put another, do I put another menu out in front of me just so everybody else thinks somebody may show up later? You know what I'm talking about. Now, I hadn't always been that way. Because a lot of times, as a young, as a young, as a young lad, 43 now, but as a younger dude, I, I didn't like going out to eat by myself. Because I had a, a battle with insecurities. I, I, didn't, I could never understand why God didn't, you know bulk me up and make me all that stuff and I was just a little worm boy you know so I didn't always like to go out by myself but now once I got confident in who that I who I am and whose that I belong to 
Somebody say, yeah, there's a difference between arrogance and confidence. The confidence is in I know who God's called me to be and what he's called me to do. And therefore, what you think about me now at this point in my life, I really don't care. When we really get to a place that we don't care, then God can actually use us because we get out of the way. So it's not always been that way. I mean, I can sit at a table and, be, and not be lonely, but I think if we'll be honest, every one of us could say, I've sat at a table. It could be Thanksgiving, Christmas with family. You could be surrounded by people, yet in your heart of hearts, you feel all alone. Last week, I spoke on the subject, saved for what? And one of the fastest ways, I believe, to break the oppressive cycle of loneliness is to look for someone else who looks lonely. Yeah, he got it. John Wade got that. He knows what I'm talking about. The fastest way to break your cycle of loneliness is to look for somebody else who may be alone. What I like to say is keep loneliness on the run. Keep loneliness on the run. You got to shake yourself. Remember who you are, who you belong to. Look for the person sitting at the break table by themselves. I'm going to try to help you paint the picture of what that looks like. Look for the person who may come into church and be sitting by themselves. Can I tell you that one of the, num- one of the, the number one reasons that people will leave a church and never look back is because they don't feel accepted. Somebody said, well, that wouldn't happen here because we're forward and we love we're, all of that. Can I, can I just be honest with you tonight? Can I, be, can I be Pastor B without y'all throwing darts at me? It actually got back to me just this past week that somebody has left the church here now, they're in another church, and that's, that's wonderful. B, don't have any issues with that. Because somebody say, because we'll, we'll never be that church that if you leave, we delete you and unfriend you, and you're no longer friends on Facebook. Like, that really means anything. Hold some weight, right? We're never going to be that church. Matter of fact, some of my closest friends go to other churches in this city. But what broke my heart, whether I was a pastor, leader, or just a, just, just a Christian, was when I heard the reason they left was because they said we're cliquish. Cliquish. You know, your group, I didn't feel like a part. Now, I understand that there is, there's a responsibility on our side. There's also a responsibility on the side of the person, number one, not to walk in with a judgmental spirit and looking for why isn't somebody talking to me. Okay? There's a responsibility on both sides. But we have a responsibility as the church to look for lonely people. They're coming in here because they're lonely. They're, lo- they're in here because they're hurting. They came in here because they're searching and they're looking for an answer. But we're too caught up in our issues and our, our struggles and our jacked up lifestyle that we, can't, we, we don't have time for somebody else. Get over yourself or get out. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying get out of the church, but I'm saying you need to move on and stop saying you're, you're, trying, you're ready to see God change some landscape and I want to be used. If you're too busy worrying about you, then you're, you, you don't have time to do what God needs you to do and what he's positioning you to do, okay? That's all I was going to say about that. Don't ever let us be a church where people come in. Oh, I can show you some click it, clickish churches. I've been, I've been in some clickish churches. Some of my closest friends have churches that are clickish. They're my friends and I didn't even fit in. But if you're a part of this house... You need to make it intentional that you're looking for people who are lonely by themselves. That doesn't mean you need to show up and just park it and be like, hey, I'm your new best friend. Want to go out to eat? 
I'm not saying that. Spend five minutes with them. At least ask them what their name is. Hey, are you from around here? How'd you hear about the church? Hey, we're so glad you're here. Get to know somebody. It's all about relationships. Okay, I'll move on. I digress. May we never be that church. Why are we talking about this? Because loneliness is a worldwide epidemic. It's a worldwide epidemic. Listen, loneliness doesn't just affect your feelings. Caught up in your feelings like what? No, loneliness doesn't just affect your feelings. Loneliness actually affects our physical body. Listen to, listen to what a medical researcher said about lonely adults. Lonely adults consume more alcohol. How many lonely in here? Okay, don't raise your hand. Not time for the altar call. Lonely adults consume more alcohol, get less exercise, their diet is higher in fat, their sleep is less efficient, and they report more daytime fatigue. Lonely adults. It goes on to say loneliness disrupts the regulation of cellular processes deep within the body, predisposing us to premature aging. Disrupts our body at the cellular level? (laughs) That's crazy. Loneliness is more than a feeling. It is a feeling, but it's not a fact. But there's more to it than that. Loneliness leads to depression. Loneliness leads to illness. Listen, loneliness is a thief. Dude, I remember going to high school because I was the worm boy. I remember. Didn't fit in. Chris Talent, you know, he was a couple years younger than me. Listen, loneliness is a thief. I got more friends now from my high school because I, maybe, I, I don't, because I was lonely and wouldn't open up. It was my fault. I was blaming it on everybody else. Instead of you blaming it that nobody wants to open up to you, maybe you need to open up at work. Maybe you need to open up at the job. Maybe you need to open up and smile for a minute at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Even if you get the squeaky wheel push cart. If you're lonely, look for somebody else. I tell Ansley all the time, look for the person at lunch that's sitting by themselves. I remember how miserable it was. I wasn't always, this is not poor pitiful me, you know, no, I wasn't always sitting by myself, but I would find myself sitting with people that I had no business sitting with, learning stuff that I had no business learning just because I was trying to fit in. Loneliness is a thief. And it'll rob you of your high school days, it'll rob you of your middle age, and it'll... <laughs> I'm trying to rhyme this thing up. That's just what happens when you're a songwriter. Or something. It'll rob you. It'll rob you. Don't let, don't let, the, don't let the loneliness... The thief of loneliness steal from you. Listen, when we begin to look through Scripture, you'll find quickly, you'll see that, that, that there's a lot of people in the Bible that dealt with loneliness. Matter of fact, you can look at some of the decisions. I'm talking about jacked up decisions. I'm talking about like, did they really did that and, and God still used them? Yep. All because you can trace it all back because they were lonely. Because they were lonely and and let me say this no one's exempt from loneliness no one's exempt from loneliness but I think it's so encouraging and we're going to see this in this in this just a couple passages tonight and then we're going to go home that even in the middle even in the middle of David 
who, who was a mighty man of God, who God used, he, he, was, he was one of those people. You ever have, are you an emotional roller coaster? Like when you have good days, this is my story. When I have good days, it's real, real good. But when I have bad days, you need to split. And Amy said, amen. It's true. That's how I roll. When I'm having bad days, it, it, it sucks. That's just transparency. But I love when I, the story of David who says he doesn't delete or block out. This is his diary. He doesn't, doesn't delete or block out uh, 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 his mess-ups, his jacked-up mistakes. It's all in there. And right in the next verse, it's what got me turned around. I, I feel like, God, you've left me. I feel all alone. But what turned me around? Because I got in your presence. That's why the first 15 minutes is not a, a concert. It's not a look at all of our talent. On the, it's to get in the presence of God because some of us have made jacked-up decisions. We got messed-up homes, and we're just trying to say, somebody help me. And the, and the worship team is trying to say, God, we, we need you in this moment. Draw close to him and watch him change your circumstance and your situation. Amen? Listen, the reason that loneliness is so dangerous and getting caught up in your feelings is so lethal is because loneliness is a silent killer. Think about people who have, who have taken their life. There's a story, I think, on TV right now. These, these dudes have been hanging out with this guy and had no idea that he was struggling. And there was loneliness in the story and everything, that, the storyline of that movie. And I don't really care about all the storyline, but loneliness is a lethal killer. Here one day, gone the next. Why? Because they were battling loneliness and nobody around them. I mean, and these guys that are left behind, they're, 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 they're struggling on the inside because we could have done something. As the church... These people, these people, these students you go to school with, you work with, if they don't have a relationship, a relationship with Jesus Christ, they're going to hell. If they don't know the Father and He knows them, they're not going to spend eternity in heaven. And they're going to they're going to look at us and go, "I work with you. You never told me. You show up at forward. I don't know what y'all doing in there, but whatever it is, you didn't let me in on it. That's on us. That's on us. I'm gonna try to dial it down a little bit. I feel like I'm getting just a little bit." I feel like if I preach any harder, my gut's going to come out or my button's going to bust one. <laughs> Somebody said, where'd the worm boy go? I got married. <laughs> so tonight we're looking at the life of David. He was an ordinary man. He was just like you and I. He was a shepherd and he was a king. He was a warrior and he was a poet. He was a man with gifts and talents. God found him in a field and anointed him to be king of Israel. He was a warrior, yet a man of many flaws. That doesn't, people don't understand how can God use me to be a warrior in the kingdom and, 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 and kill bears, lions and tigers and bears and all those. How can he, how can he do that? But yet he, he couldn't keep stuff together when he saw Bathsheba. How can, because God would rather use somebody who's been messed up so that the attention doesn't stay on them because if it was just somebody who was, who was, who was uh, Pinterest perfect, the attention would be on the Pinterest perfect person. But when God decides to use somebody who, who Facebook gives thumbs down to and who everybody in your, your, your circle looks at and goes, ooh, 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 they're just horrible people. And then God decides to use them, that's because now we know it wasn't the person, it was somebody greater than the person. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen? All of this is tying together. 
on changing the landscape. Remember what I said? We can't change the landscape till the to the in, to, to the to, to, to the to the grounds that we possess changes first. So we're talking about dealing with our own loneliness first. Really? Okay. Just kidding. Listen. He was a man full of faults. He was, he was a man full of frustration. Listen, loneliness is a lie. Write that down if you're taking Loneliness is a lie. It's a lie. Somebody say lonely, but never alone. Listen, you may feel lonely, but you're never alone. Listen, loneliness causes us to retract from those around us. Okay, somebody said, I pretty much checked myself off on the loneliness till you said that right there. Yeah, loneliness will cause you to want to retract from the very people that are trying to help you. I want to put the spotlight, if, I, if, you, if you allow me, on loneliness. As we read in Psalms, David experienced a lot of seasons of loneliness. He felt lonely a lot. David was all caught up in his feelings on the regular and you may be here tonight surrounded by people yet feel alone. Surrounded by family yet feel all alone. Surrounded by friends yet you feel all alone. We must understand this, that loneliness has less to do with what's going on around us and more to do with what's going on on the inside of us. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, I've never, I've never said it out loud, but the cry of my heart right in this moment is I'm very lonely. I'm very lonely. Listen, tonight God wants to fill the gap. He wants to take up that space and he wants to fill the void of loneliness in your life. If you're here tonight and you say, I'm lonely, God wants to deal and settle that tonight. Now people may look at you and go, man, you've got the perfect marriage, you've got everything, you got. there's no possible way you could be lonely. And see, that's a problem when we come in the church because we're trying to be Pinterest perfect and nobody wants to reach out because we're too busy playing Halloween every Sunday morning with our masks. I don't know why everybody, all the Christians want to get decorated and come out the closet in, 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 in October for Halloween. Y'all been dressing up the rest of the 11 months. Okay, where, that was not in my notes. Somebody say... Lonely, but never alone. Listen, you may feel alone on your job. You may feel alone in the schoolhouse. You may feel alone in the city. God wants to remind you tonight that you are not alone. You're not in this. There is nothing that you're going through, no matter how grief-stricken, no matter what it is, there is not a thing you're going through that someone else has not gone through before. Now, there are other people that have stopped and said, I'm done. I throw in the towel. I'm here tonight to tell you, do not give up. When your mind says you're not good enough, you look to Father God and you say, but because of you, I'm more than enough. You're not in it alone. Whether somebody else went through it or not, the mere fact that Jesus said, I'll never leave you and I'll not forsake you. I'm here to walk with you all the days of your life. That should be good enough. But for whatever reason, that's not good enough. We got to have somebody reach out and touch me. Too much reaching out and touching, that's what's getting a lot of Christians in trouble. Yep, this, this podcast ain't even hitting the internet. <laughs> wow. I just believe in being transparent. We want to see the church, we want to see the world change. We got to see the church change first. Yep, y'all missed it. She had it. I said, you want to see the world get right? The church got to get right. All right, I did, I did bring a few points. There's only three, so we're good. 
Number one, loneliness makes you feel empty. Loneliness makes you feel empty. Everybody's like, that's no hot news flash. That's why we're lonely. Loneliness makes you feel empty. Psalms 22 said, verse 6 said, he went on to say, but I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by the people. All who see me mock me and they hurl insults, shaking their heads. Listen, loneliness has a way of casting shade on your identity. Loneliness has a way of casting shade on who you are, who God's called you to be. It's true. It causes us to see ourselves as less than. This is why, this is why it's dangerous to get caught up in your feelings. I'm not saying what you're feeling is not, is, isn't true. But what I'm trying to tell you is it's dangerous to hang out there. It'll cause you to see yourselves as less than. Why, why would a girl who, who, who's in her 20s, who's, who's kept herself and is a virgin, and she's, I'm wanting to wait, and she goes off to college, and she gets out there, and she, and she throws it all away because of one feeling. She got lonely. Why would, why would we do that? Because we're lonely. Loneliness makes us feel less than, like something is missing. I'm here to let you know tonight. You may you everything you need is inside of you. God didn't God didn't create you and then say there's there'll be some other parts that'll show up later. Can you imagine going to Walmart trying to buy something? They'll say you purchase this now, but we'll send you. You can't use it yet. The rest of the parts are coming. No, everything you need, but you need to operate what God's given you. What He's what He's put in you. It's up to you to find out how to use it. I knew that wasn't gonna go over real good because there's something that we got to do something that we have to do don't be lured by the lie of loneliness don't be lured by the lie of loneliness the lie of loneliness is less it makes you feel like you're less valued less cherished less than enough listen loneliness will will, will leave you feeling less and it won't be long before your faith will begin to unravel when you feel less than you'll no longer work what God has given you number two loneliness makes you feel isolated listen 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 Linda and everybody else in the house loneliness makes you feel isolated Psalms 22 1 and 2 he said my God my God why have you forsaken me why are you so far listen this is somebody that this is a warrior this is this is not a wimp this is a warrior this is something that God is choosing to use but all of a sudden, in the middle of his journey, he's like, I feel all alone. David was, was a thousand years before Jesus. And Jesus said the very same thing when he was hanging on the cross for you and I. My God, my God, why have you what? Forsaken. We sang that song tonight. I, bless God, if we sing that song every Sunday, it won't hurt my feelings. Because when we get to that part, all I can think about is all my failures, all my mistakes, even as a Christian, stuff that I've done. Okay, I'll be real. Y'all look holy. And we get to that part where we say, but I'm, I was never forsaken. Man, that's the part that just gets me so excited that in spite of me, God said, I did not look at me and go, I, I, I just got to give up. I just, just hang out here. I got to move on. He never said that. He took his time with me. Maybe that's what we need to do when people come in and they're, and they're not up to par with what church said they should be like. We need to take a little time just like Christ took with us. Number three, I'm, I'm leaving out a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm rolling on out. Loneliness makes you feel empty, 
and isolated. Number three, loneliness makes you feel unwanted. Oh, let me say this about, about isolation. Listen. Isolation may be a good intention, but it will lead to destruction. People, people who say, well, they just don't know what I'm going through, so I, need to, I just need to take a little time. I need to take a little time. I don't have time to serve. I, my, my, my marriage is a wreck, and, and, and it's on the rocks, and I, 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 this and that and the other. And Maybe I just need, listen. Isolation is a good intention, but it will also wreck your life. It will wreck your life. I just, need to, I just need to take up space. Listen, isolation doesn't bring health. It brings destruction. I'll be healthy if I can just take some time. No, baby, you don't need to take no time. You need to just keep on walking with somebody. We're not going to put you up here, but just keep on walking. When you begin to isolate yourself and we can't get to you, neither can God. Now, he said he'll never leave you, but if you're not opening to let the, the, the hands and feet of Jesus help and touch you, there ain't no way he's going to get through to you. Now, he may need to show up at your house. But I would much rather one of y'all show up. Because if he shows up, that means somebody's been stubborn. So, so loneliness will also leave you feeling unwanted, like my man on the screen right there, sitting by the water all by himself. Game got a rock to skip. Maybe you're here tonight as the music softly plays and you feel unwanted. Maybe you've been listening to the voice telling you you're not needed. Let me tell you something. Jesus needs you. He needs you. He didn't create you, create you just to breathe in and breathe out. He created you on purpose for a purpose. Your conception may have been a little sketchy. I understand. That was a joke. But God has a purpose for your life. Let me read this. It's not going to be on the screen. Psalms 142. Write this down. Verse 1 said, I cried aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. Did you know that you can pour out your complaint? I didn't say you got to. Pastor B said I got to bottle it all up and just pick up my britches like a big boy and keep on moving. No, you can complain. You can tell him what's on your heart. I pour out my complaint before him before I tell my trouble. When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who know my way. In the path where I walk, men have hidden a snare for me. Look to my right and see no one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares. This is a guy, he's real conflicted. God is my refuge. I have no refuge. God is my hope. I've lost all hope. Does that sound familiar? Sounds like our life, right? But the cool thing about David is he kept it real. And, and, and all, he, all he kept doing, he's a psalmist. He's a worship leader. He, 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 he wrote a lot of worship songs before there was ever copyrights to worry about. The cool thing about David was he pushed all of his issues into the, into the presence. That's why I say when we get in his presence, you just show up and go, it's me. Here I am. Yep, all that stuff. You know what I did this past week. And I said all those things and fingers were flying and words were spewing. God, I'm sorry. Not saying I'm going to be perfect tomorrow, but I'm sorry. And God, I need you. Don't believe the lie of the enemy that you're all alone. 
me do it this way. If you're here tonight, you say, you know what? Time for transparency. If you have felt in 2018, as we get ready to ramp down this year, in 2018, if you've had a moment where you felt less than, you felt unwanted, the bottom line, you just felt lonely. I want you to stand all over this room. Just if you have felt lonely, by yourself, nobody understands. Now look around the room. What I tell you when we first started, you're not alone. I thought you were talking about Jesus. Oh, I am. But you're not alone. Don't disconnect from other people. Don't disconnect. But I don't want anybody to know what my hurt is. I don't want anybody to know. Don't believe that lie. Because there's no, I don't want anybody to have pity on me. Nobody's going to have pity. There's no pity in this house. There's no condemnation in this house. There's nobody passing judgment in this house. This house is full of Jesus. This house is full of love. This house is full of restoration. This house is full of strength. We may be weak for a moment, but because of Jesus, we're strong. We all have weak moments. But I, but I don't stay there. I get knocked down, but I get up again. I didn't say you got you to stay, stay strong all the time. No, you're going to get knocked down. I'm just telling you. I could be like the Energizer Bunny and keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. The question is tonight, though, is this. Where will will the loneliness that you're struggling with, where will it lead you? Where will it lead you? Maybe you've already showed up at a place and you said, this is where loneliness has found me. (laughs) I don't want nothing to do with loneliness. Father, wrap your arms around me tonight. Let's pray. Father, for every person in this room tonight, those standing and those that are not standing. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.